Want more of the Josh Scanlon podcast? Please. Please. Here you go. The Josh Scanlon podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Josh Scanlon podcast. This episode first appeared as a video on my YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash heritage wealth planning. I hope you find it informative. Thanks. Hey folks, welcome to part two of the St. Patrick's Day edition of the Heritage Wealth Planning YouTube channel. Today is going to be a, uh, what we're going to talk about is the uh, spousal benefits for divorcees. It's going to be a follow-up on the uh, spousal benefit we just talked about here a few minutes ago, which I'll link to right there. But this is for people who've been divorced. And I've seen this happen more often than I can, uh, I can talk about. And I think it's important for you to understand how it works, obviously, if you're divorced. So let's go right into the Social Security's website at ssa.gov. Let me move myself out of the way there. And it could not be clearer, and I'll put a link to this below, if you are divorced, but your marriage lasted 10 years or longer, 10 years or longer, you can receive benefits on your ex-spouse's record, even if they have remarried. As long as you are unmarried or age 62 or older, your ex-spouse is entitled to Social Security benefits. And the benefit you are entitled to to receive based on your own work is less than the benefit you would have received on your ex-spouse's record. Your same thing as a spousal. Your benefit as a divorced spouse is equal to one half of your ex-spouse's full retirement amount, the PIA. Um, if you start receiving benefits at your own full retirement age. All right, so let me just real quick. You're married more than 10 years. You haven't remarried. You're over the age of you are over the age of 62, and your ex spouse's benefit is more than what yours is for a spouse, which is the max you can get is 50% of his or her primary insurance amount. All right. So those are the four critical, uh, critical things. You can take benefit at your full retirement age, 66. If you're born before 1955, 70, uh, 67. If you're born after 19, or 1960 or beyond, the drawback is if you remarry, you generally cannot collect benefits on your former spouse's record unless your marriage ends. Now, here's a kicker. If your ex-spouse has not applied for retirement benefits, you can receive benefits on their record as long as you've been divorced for over two years. If your ex-spouse is receiving benefits, you don't have to wait the two years since the divorce. You can go ahead and file right away. If your ex-spouse is not receiving benefits, you got to wait two years before you can claim benefits on his or her record. All right. Um, lastly, we, we talked about this last time. And I'm not going to share with you again. If you were born before January 2nd, 1954, you have a special, this has nothing to do with spouses or divorcee. I mean, it has to do with both these folks. Nothing to do specifically with divorcee or specifically with the spousal benefit. Um, but if you were born before January 2nd, 1954, you have the, uh, you're have you the last cohort who can file a restricted application, allow your benefits to accumulate while you're drawing your spousal benefits or divorcing benefits as well. Uh, link to the show notes, a link to it right there. So definitely click on that because I'm telling you, it's, it's, uh, 
No one else can get it. If you're born January 3rd, 1954, it stinks. If you're born January 2nd, there's a significant increase in your Social Security benefit uh, because that one day's time. All right. So let's go back and we're going to again use uh, Bob and Jane. Okay. So we're going to say Bob and Jane were, were uh, Bob and Jane were married for many years, over 10. And I've seen this happen a million times and uh, it is what it is. But let's just say Jane was working, raising the kids. Bob was a ra radiologist. Jane, Bob was making good money. Uh, Jane wasn't making anything as an income. Uh, for some reason, they get divorced. And now Jane, because she uh, needs to pay the bills, went and went to work for a part, a, a nonprofit making, you know, 10 bucks an hour or something like that. Now, regardless of what the divorce decree says, has nothing to do with Jane's ability to file for Bob's Social Security benefits. Nothing at all. Forget the divorce decree. I mean, she can go and file. It does not matter as long as they were married for over 10 years. So let's put this in perspective. Jane now hits 66. Again, that's her full retirement age, 66. So as a spouse, the first thing that should jump out for you is 50% of my ex's benefit. I'm full retirement age and I'm a spouse. Even if I'm a divorced spouse, I'm still a spouse. That means I get my own benefit or 50% of his, whichever is more. I cannot stress that enough. Tattoo that on your brain. I'm full retirement age. I get 100% of my benefit or 50% of his benefits, whichever is more. So let's use it. Say Jane was working. So she didn't work, you know, for the first 20 years of marriage. Then they got divorced. And so she went to work for a nonprofit, you know, making, like I said, 10 bucks an hour, answering the phones, maybe assisting with, you know, essentially charitable work for the most part. And she wasn't making much money. So when the Social Security Administration calculated all of her earnings record, they came up with an average index monthly um, earnings of, of 2000 bucks a month, which is not unlikely that's absolutely likely um in this case specifically so her aim is uh two thousand a month we take the first 895 times that by 0.9 percent take the next amount of money times that by 0.32 so her total benefit in this case her total pia and again that's the amount at her full retirement age is 66 is 1119 11.59 so we're going to go down here equals boink boink so her Jane's PIA at full retirement age is $1,159.10. Bob, on the other hand, because he was making money as a radiologist for all these years, he maxed out Social Security. All right. So he got the most benefit because remember, as we sit here today in 2018, there are some limits on how much uh, you pay for taxes. The max, I think this year is uh, 100, uh, yeah, 127000 years ago is 117 and so on and so on. So even if Bob is making $8 billion a year, the maximum he's going to get from social security is this amount right here. Okay. 2,800. So we know for a fact that Bob, when he hits full retirement age, will get 2,800 and he won't get any more than that um, at full, for full retirement age for his benefit because it's based on how much he contributed to the system, which has ceilings on how much that that is. So Jane says, huh? Bob is getting the max at 2800. I'm getting 1159. I'm at full retirement age. What should I do? Well, let's just take a quick calculation equals that 
times 0.5. So now Jane says, if I take half of, or my 100% my spousal benefit, 100% my spousal benefit is half of my spouse's, even ex-spouse's benefit is 1400 bucks, which is about $300 more than what I make just on my own benefit alone. You see where this is going. So now Jane calls Social Security because they might not have told her about the potential for divorcee to get benefits on her ex-husband's record. They just, they don't know necessarily. They're not magicians. Unless you tell them, they might not know. If Jane goes down to Social Security Administration and files for benefits based on her own record and doesn't tell the SSA that she was married to Bob for over 10 years, how would they know? They might, but they might not. So Jane needs to tell them because what's going to happen is they're going to pick up Bob's record. They're going to say, hey, he made 20, his PIA is $2,800 a month, which is if we take half of that, it's more than your own record, Miss Jane. So we're going to increase your benefit by, because we're going to give you your benefit, and then we're going to increase it so you get $1,404 a month. By basically, we're going to increase it by $300 a month. And I told you last time about clients I've had who did not know that. I told them, go down there. Talk to them about your ex's record. And one was actually really frightened that her ex would know about it. No, her ex doesn't need to know. The only consideration is if your ex hasn't filed yet, you got to wait two years since you've been divorced before you can file on his or her record. If your ex is taking benefits, you can go down there tomorrow. You don't need to wait even if you just got divorced yesterday. That's the only consideration. The ex does not know. The ex will not be notified. You don't even need to know the social security numbers or anything of like that of your ex. It's, I mean, it'd be helpful. Pull up one of your tax returns, pull up your divorce decree, something like that. It'd be helpful to tell the social security, here's my ex, maybe bring a, birth, a, a marriage certificate, divorce decree, anything you can bring to the social security administration to show that you are married to this guy or lady for 10 years and you show his social security number would be incredibly helpful to expedite this for sure. If there's a, if you're married to Bob Smith in, uh, I don't know, Washington, DC, there's gonna be 8 million Bob Smiths running around out there. Help them out, help, help out the social security administration to help you get more money. But let's just say you got your tax return, you got your uh, marriage certificate and, or your, or your uh, divorce decree. You say, here, here's my, my Bob Smith. Here's a social security They'll look it up. They're not going to share with you anything that's uh, you know private. They're just going to share with you what is rightfully yours, which is this amount of money. The difference between those two are the benefits that you should get. And if you don't get it, you're wrong. It's your money, man. Get it. Bob paid taxes on it while he was married to you. It's yours, rightly so. So go get that. Now, if you were to tie, if you were to do this before '66, well, we already told you about the uh, little calculator here. Uh, let's see, boink right there. And so your date of birth is 1954. You want to take your benefit uh, before, which means your full retirement age is 2020. This is Jane now. And you want to take it in instead of 2020 and 2018. That means you'd only get 41% of Bob's benefit. The same thing as a spouse. So we just go back here. Instead of being 50%, we say 41% six, seven. So you'd get, uh, 1170 as opposed to your, 
because it's reduced because you're not full retirement age. So the same thing's applicable. Well, the same thing would be here too. You'd reduce your own benefit from your PIA uh, because you get reduced benefits when you take it early. That doesn't change. It doesn't change for a spouse. It doesn't change for an individual. It's the same thing for divorcee as well. So the moral of the story, if you're divorced, even if you think your benefit is similar to what you're divorced or your ex-spouse's, go down there, even if it's before full retirement age, and just ask and just ask, say, hey, because what would happen here? I don't, well, yeah, I guess I should. All right. So what would happen here is if Jane was born on this day, um, this day. If Jane was born before 1954, she can file for her benefit, her spousal benefit. I mean, if she she can file for her spousal benefit once she's at full retirement age, she can file for her spousal benefit and not take her own benefit until she's 70 years old. I, I, I don't want to go on that too much in this episode because I am going to make another video specific to that. But if you're a divorced spouse and you're born before 1954, uh, man, you got to go down there again to Social Security Administration because there's lots of benefits available to you that aren't available to anyone else. They're just not. So I hope this helps. Just remember, at the end of the day, let me wrap it up. You've been married for 10 years. You're not remarried. Let's just go to it real quick. You're married for 10 years. You haven't been remarried. You're age 62 or older, you go down to your Social Security Administration and ask, hey, is it worth it for me to file as my ex-spouse's record as opposed to mine? If you can provide them information on who your ex-spouse is with Social Security number, date of birth, name and all that, that'd be wonderfully helpful for them to be able to figure it out. And if it is, in this case with Bob and Jane, you are going to make a lot more money than if you uh, just took your own benefit record. But don't leave it to Social Security Administration to know that you're married to Bob down the road. They, you've got to tell them. and It's important for you to do that. All right, folks, so I hope this helps. Divorce benefits are the exact same thing as spousal benefits, except for you got to be married 10 years, you can't be remarried. And if that's, and then if that's the case, then there'd be absolutely no reason for you not to visit with Social Security to find out if you could qualify for benefits as a divorcee, which might be greater than yours. I'm telling you, I've seen it happen a bunch of times and it's worth your time and effort without question because that benefit will be there for the rest of your life. All right, put notes down there. If this is helpful, thumbs up. I just Again, your experience with Social Security. Tell people, share with them notes about your own experience with Social Security. What should they be thinking about? What should they be avoiding? Anything that you think would be pertinent, it'd be wonderful to share so other people can see your own experiences. I only have certain of my experiences from dealing with my clients, but you might have your own specific thing that you want to you know, make people aware of. Uh, always subscribe. Always do the right hand. Always subscribe. It's with the left. Um, it's on the right-hand side of the video. And then hit the notification bell to be made aware of uh, more content. I look forward to seeing you next time on the Heritage Wealth Planning YouTube channel. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Thanks, guys.